Hockey. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. No filter is no filter. The voice of Central Kentucky with no filter. I love talking to you about this kind of stuff because you, you get it. I always enjoyed being around you, Alan, the way you covered sports with a passion. You spoke your mind and uh, you treated everyone fairly. And I think that's why all the players don't mind coming back and doing this stuff. And they love having conversations with you and catching up again because you, you treated everyone the right way. Seconds left. The Commanders are on top by one. I got a feeling this ball could travel long distances here. There you go, John. It's traveling a long distance into the second deck. Two-run home run for Schwarber. His 33rd of the year. And if ever anything is a Schwarbaum, that certainly was. 444 feet. Good afternoon, I'm Alan Cutler. Hope you're all doing great. And why are we playing that home run? Well, there's a specific reason. Uh, Jelly is the gentleman who gave up the home run. And so, who is Jelly? Played for Kentucky. I actually did a story with him. Um, Sean Jelly doesn't throw 99 miles an hour, but he's 6'11". And I remember when I did a TV story with him, I said, do you get asked about not playing basketball every time we do an interview? Yep. You're tired of it? Yep. You mad I asked you? Nope. He gave me a little more than that. But, you know, I could see it. And he said, I like baseball. Now, I didn't think he was going to win a Cy Young Award, but I actually thought he was going to make it. Uh, as I recall, he threw like 94-95. But try to picture this. You're 6'11", so your release point is that much closer to the plate and it was described to me that a 94-mile-an-hour fastball t- from him is kind of like 98-plus, 99-plus because the batter has to pick up the ball, and you're picking it up at a point that you just never pick it up at, and it's closer to the plate. And it doesn't seem like much, but, you know, you're talking about 60 feet, 6 inches, right? And now it's what, about another 5 inches closer? Makes a big difference. So he's bounced around and bounced around and bounced around and bounced around, and I thought he'd be – a good three or four starter, not your ace, but your third or fourth best pitcher in a starting rotation. He's got a ton of chances, and he just hasn't done it. Just hasn't done it. And I'll probably get a couple more chances. Uh, the Commanders win. A couple things about that. So I thought is one of the most ridiculous records in sports that Baltimore had won 24 in a row preseason games. Who gives the rats? But the comment isn't about that. I think everybody's sleeping on Baltimore. As much as I like the Bengals, and nobody is sleeping on the Bengals. Look, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, is anybody going to be shocked? No. I think Baltimore is just as good, I'm not kidding you, as a Super Bowl potential champion. They're that good. Jackson has weapons. Jackson has more control. Jackson is suggesting plays. Baltimore's defense, everybody knows, is huge. It's big time. And their offensive line is tremendously underrated. And they don't have big-name runners, but they all seem to be very serviceable, and their line makes them more than serviceable. I like Baltimore a lot. A lot. A lot. Do I want the Bengals to win a Super Bowl? Sure. Sure. But why everyone's sleeping on Baltimore? You hear nothing about them. Uh, Josh Harris? New Redskin owner. Jimmy, do you think it was an accident? And I don't. I don't. 
you think it was an accident that nobody asked him about uh, Harden since he owns the Philadelphia 76ers? Oh, I did not realize that. I didn't hear it, and I listened mm. to the whole thing. Now, could I have missed it? Yeah, and if I did, I will humbly apologize. But I was listening for it, and he's got no rhythm doing an interview. He, he he just doesn't get it, but I guess when you have that many billions, whatever. He looked he looked kind of nervous when he was in the booth with Joe Buck, and he uh he it was an awkward exchange where Buck kind of put his hand out while he was talking, yeah, and he went to his shake hand. his hand, and the, it was uh, it was one of those where you can't watch. I couldn't watch; I had to turn away. Actually, I don't like, think oh, Buck no. was trying to shake his hand. No, he was just talking with yeah, his hands, and yeah. he, you could tell Harris was a little nervous. Yeah, he I was, mean, he's not typically doing interviews like that. I would imagine. No, he does interviews. Really. En- enough to where you would be comfortable in a booth on a Monday night football game. Now, granted, it's preseason, but, you know, and now you're now the owner of the Washington Commanders, and now you're in the spotlight right now. Yeah, I give you this. Monday night football is different. Yeah. No question. He's done enough interviews. <laughs> He's done enough interviews. I-, I thought he failed at the interview miserably, but he was smiling, and yeah. I think he was very nervous, mm-hmm. and the excitement in Washington is very legitimate. But it was interesting. Nothing on Harden. Now, do you think the Fox boys were told not to ask? Hmm. Yes, I do, by the way. Do I think that crap goes on more than people think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, and I'm not doing it to pat myself on the back, but the truth is I am no filter. And does that mean I'm going to say everything under the face of the earth? No. No. Close? Yeah. When it comes to sports, yeah. There's certain things I know I can't say. I get it. Much? Nope. Nope. I've got more. Look, Aikman makes what? 15, 20 million a year? Probably pretty close. He's got a lot of freedom, but there's a lot of things he can't say and is also smart enough not to say. Not to say. I got no problem with that. By the way, speaking of Harden, this just came across. He was just fined (laughs) $100,000. The old Joe bomb. For the league's purposes on the fine, Harden's comment that he would never be part of an organization that included Maury, the general manager, played a bigger part of the fine, sources said. It touched on the league's rules concerning public trade demands. You know, Wojo should be paid by the NBA <laughs> because he's their what? He's their PR machine. Yeah. He really is. So his first tweet was, the NBA is finding Sixers star James Harden 100000 for his recent comments referring to franchise president Daryl Morey as a quote-unquote liar, sources tell ESPN. Okay, so he makes how much? Does he make 30-something million a year? I forgot because he took less on his contract to help out, which is why he's taking stuff like that. As you look it up, it's 30-something million, whatever it was. Who's this, Harden? Yeah. So my thing is, is $100,000 to Harden equal to $10 for me and $10 for you? His cap hit this year is $35. $35 million. Yeah. $35 million. I, mean, I wonder if, how many yeah. nights it takes Harden to spend that kind of money in a club. By the way, I'm not ripping him for being clubs, but he spends a lot of money in clubs. He probably doesn't like that it's 100000 but, you know. Maybe it's like losing twenty dollars. Where you're like, it was in my pocket. Where'd it go? It's not going to ruin your day, but you're like, man, why? Yeah, it's probably that's probably about what it is. He's probably more ticked that he was fined than the hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, how's he going to miss a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, and I hope not for his sake. I'm not friends with him, and I don't care about him. But if he'll be broke with 
what they say, and some of that could be BS about the money he throws around. I, I just don't get somebody going to a club and uh, buying lots of $500 bottles of champagne. And I get you can say you have the money, but that a lot of those guys end up not having money. By the way, have you ever tasted a $500 bottle of champagne? No. Me neither. Probably never will. No. Could it taste that good better than a $15 bottle of champagne? Probably. You think it tastes that much better? And no, I've never drank an $80 bottle of champagne. No, I haven't. I can't imagine it would be that much better than an $80 bottle of champagne. Even I don't I've never so. drank an $80 bottle of champagne. If it was a blind taste test, I don't think you could. Well, that would be interesting. Yeah. Because obviously it's the placebo. You spend so much money, your brain's going to tell you, you better like this. <laughs> but if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know. Well, I really do. Everyone's sleeping on Baltimore. I don't get it, by the way. Anyway. I think this is Lamar's chance. They set, I had a graphic last night on the game. Right now they have five first-round wide receivers on their roster. No team has ever done that in the regular season. And they're all not playing like first-rounders. Yeah, you've got Nelson Aguilar. He's kind of bounced around. He hasn't really done much. Bateman's been hurt his whole career. So... But they got talent. Yeah, it's they, there. They got talent. And it looks like they got another tight end. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Likely. He came on last year. He is big. They might have three tight ends. Yeah. Now. And I love their use of the tight ends. You know, respect is a funny thing. And I'm probably reading into this, but I think his body language has never been better because he got the contract. He did it his way. He said to everyone, you can stick it up your blank. Because I'm going to do it myself. He won in every single facet that he's been after. Yeah. Every single facet. And their offense, let's put it this way. Give me a choice. Bengals offensive line or Baltimore's offensive line? Baltimore. Bengals tight ends or Baltimore's tight ends? Baltimore. Yeah. Bengals wideouts or Bengals? Bengals wideouts or Baltimore's wideouts? Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking Bengals. I like Mixon better than the backs that Baltimore has. He's healthy. Yeah. 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 And I think Lamar, this is finally his year, and I've been waiting for this because Greg Roman being his offensive coordinator, I think was holding Lamar back. Dude, I really? saw as a 49er fan, Greg Roman was there with Kaepernick. His first year, year and a half, was great. League didn't know what to do, but the offense was so simple. It was so easy to just you it basically kind of handcuffed him, and I think that was part of Kaepernick's downfall is – he was just the offensive scheme that it was. Very good running the ball. But the way the NFL has moved, and I think Lamar is more talented than that, and now we're going to see it opened up. And I think this is going to be his year to prove it, whether or not he's got it or not. He's a much more accurate passer, and I've said this for years and years. He was terrible starting out at Louisville. Yeah. Terrible. But he got so much better and wouldn't get credit for it. His medium-sized throws have been terrific. Because he's really tightened up the throw, and it comes out of his hand really fast. He looks so comfortable in his own skin, it's off the charts. Now, here's the million-dollar question. Here's a $260 million mm -hmm. question. This is a question that people would grumble. People would get ticked off to you in Cincinnati for just bringing this up as a question, which can show you at times, and it's not just Bengals fans, it's snobbery fans everywhere. Now, if you ask the same question in Baltimore, I think it'd be the same thing, depending upon the answer. Who's a better quarterback, Burrow or Jackson? I would take Burrow. That's just me. But it kind of depends. What do you 
what do you want? Because you said yesterday Burrow is the most accurate quarterback in whatever amount of throws he's had in this at, to this point of his career. 1,500 throws minimum. He's yeah. 68% plus best in the history of the NFL. Yeah. I would take Burrow because of that. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Suppose Burrow doesn't exist. Mm. Could the Bengals win the Super Bowl with Jackson? Yes. Yeah. Suppose Jackson didn't exist. Could Baltimore win the Super Bowl with Burrow? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're that close. Yeah. You know, this is not talked about much. Here I am going on a tangent. I'm not so sure, and I thought about this the other day coming to the studio. I wonder if we are in a period, now think about this, Jimmy, of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL when it comes to number of quarterbacks. I'm surprised we haven't seen some genius on ESPN talk about it. Think of all the great quarterbacks. And they're, they're coming more from college. They're coming more. I think coaching has a lot to do with it. Coaching in college has gotten tons better. The truth also is it's not only better in college, but Jimmy, you know what's happened? The NFL steals from college as well. They don't really talk about that much. But there's so many coaches, as you know, go from college to the NFL, back to college, back to the NFL, yeah. and they know each other, and they have friends, and they share information. Come on, the Georgia offensive coordinator, you're happy that he's the Baltimore offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. That it will help him because Roman is not there. The sharing of information has changed tremendously in the National Football League. Now to the comment I was going to say first. I'm looking at the clock and laughing at myself. <laughs> it's 12-14. Okay, you see, I come in with a daily sheet. See all the exclamation points? Yeah. You know how that's how I operate, right? Yeah. Okay, you see how I even underlined it? This was going to be my opening comment, <laughs> and it's now 14 after 12. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I've said this. What I love is Troy Aikman said it last night. And I wish we had the clip. And getting that clip would be like impossible. Troy Aikman said that your head and your accuracy are often more, more important than your arm strength and athleticism. I'm going to repeat that. Your head and your accuracy are often more important than arm strength and athleticism. I'm going to be very socially... <laughs> Let me leave that part alone. <laughs> Allen for Buffalo got better with his accuracy. Would we agree? Yes. Wasn't very accurate in college. Jackson in Baltimore has gotten much, 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 much better with his accuracy. Do we all agree? Yes. Sometimes quarterbacks get much better with their accuracy, but Jimmy, sometimes they really don't. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, if Levis doesn't get better with his accuracy... I don't think he's going to make it in the NFL. No. I really don't. And by the way, I think he can. So if you think I'm ripping him, stop. Stop. But he's like the Teflon man. You're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. You know, and it took a long time before anyone say that Leary's more accurate. And I've been saying it for how long? How long? Since summer. <laughs> it's um, yeah. when, I, when I started going Leary crazy. I've gone back and looked at tape. The dude can really... Put the ball on a dime. Now, he's got to prove, this is not just pro Leary, he's got to prove he's healthy. Wouldn't you agree? 
Absolutely. And yeah. and he maybe we should play that. We talked, you and I talked about it. We did an interview springtime with Leary. And some of the stuff isn't applicable now, but it really opens up as to who he is. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Okay. And we need to do that. I think we're going to do it. Not today, but we're going to do it. Sam Howell for Washington was a great college quarterback. He peaked as a junior. His senior year was really good, but they expected more stuff. I don't know enough about North Carolina to know that maybe the surrounding talent was better or worse. Do you? I don't. No. So I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. And and is it possible a guy had a little bit less of a year? Yeah. Okay. But if you look at his numbers, his, his last year in college, it was like, wow. Yeah, if, he, going into that year, he was going to be like a top 10 pick. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And And when he fell to the fifth round, you know what I did? I started laughing. I really, I'm not kidding. I've started laughing. I am huge on, and Aikman said this last night, and I loved it. I'm huge on taking snaps. That was my main thing about Richardson going to Indianapolis. He's taking those snaps. And if he makes it big, there'll be more quarterbacks who don't take a lot of snaps, will be picked higher, and I think more will not make it because they don't have the experience. I think Richardson's, his mind is there. His attitude is there. Oh, my gosh, the physical skills, and he needs to get more accurate, too. Neither here nor there. Point is this. I was shocked he dropped. He did a nice job last night. He wasn't going against the best Baltimore defense, so let's stop stop on that. But he made some plays. You know, for a guy not athletic, did he scramble a couple times and make plays with his feet? Yeah. He's good enough, isn't he? He's athletic enough. Yeah. Which is what kind of all the quarterbacks are now. Almost like that Joe Burrow level of athleticism where he'll run for a first down if he needs to. He's not a statue, but he's not going to be running RPOs. There are yeah. no – I'm sorry for stepping on, Jimmy. There are no quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you know what Sonny Jerkison looked like? Have I thrown this at you before? I think uh, I have. I think I've seen, I've seen what he looked His like. His belly's he, even bigger than mine. Yeah. And my belly's way too big. <laughs> okay? And there's no Sonny Jerkinsons anymore. Yeah. You can't. you got to train. And, and so your point's well taken that these guys might not be great athletes, but they're in shape. Yeah to run, and to do things even though they're not going to be as good as Jackson. Who had a great line the other night, you know, about him being injured and injury-prone and stuff. You know what he said? Hey, I got hurt getting tackled in the pocket. That was his way of saying, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I like that comment. I went, good for you. Good for you. And there were a couple times, more than a couple, where he – Takes on the defender and going, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Drives me nuts. Which that he'll hopefully learn from. He's gotten better, but he's still not good enough. Yeah. I, I His adrenaline is flowing. I get that. I've never been on that level, but I get the adrenaline flowing. So Aikman says, your head and your accuracy are often more important. Here's a safe prediction. If Leary's healthy all year, if, I get if, if he's healthy all year, there's no question in my mind he will have a much better season than Levis's not last year. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Year before. And again, I'm not knocking Levis. Yeah, I think that's a common thing that people confuse. Maybe not confuse, but they just don't really listen, where if you praise someone else, it means that you're demeaning the other guy. It doesn't. You can compliment someone, and that doesn't mean you're putting Levis down. Why don't people understand what you know. just said? I don't understand. Like... Just because you say Leary could be the best quarterback that Stoops has ever had, that doesn't mean you're saying Levis is garbage. Not only that, let me go one step further. It was a great get for Stoops yeah. to get Levis. They could end up being 1A, 1B. Yes. They could, they could, you know. 
let me go one step further. It was great for Levis to come to Kentucky. Definitely. That was a huge win-win deal for everyone. Yet there'll be some idiot out there who's, who's going to say what? Cutler thinks that Will Levis is terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. He's inaccurate. He's going to be out of the NFL in six months. <laughs> that was good, Jimmy. That's what it means. <laughs> there will be somebody who will interpolate that, right? Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to see Levis healthy last year. Because, to me, he's got to run to be effective. Yes. Allen runs. Allen runs. And I think if you take that a part of a lot of quarterbacks' games, I think if you took the running away from Lamar, it would make him a different quarterback. Josh Allen, it would make him a – Pat Mahomes, if you made him stay in the pocket, he's not going to run for 800 yards a season, but he's very mobile. If you take that away, he's a different quarterback. I think Mahomes is the best maybe I've ever seen – giving himself more time inside the pocket. Yeah. You, you know what's really cool? The announcers are saying the pregame hype, preseason hype BS, right? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has never been so focused as he is this year. Okay? Allen has never been so focused as he has been this year. Jackson has never been so focused as he has been this year. We haven't heard from Bur- about Burrow yet, which I think he's probably more focused than ever before, but that's not the point because he's not playing. And so... I think as time goes on, as focused as these guys are, they got all the money in the world, so that ain't it, right? Yeah. They love their stature, and I don't think they can admit it. They are concerned in a good way about their legacy and rings. I think the great quarterbacks are really pushed more today than ever before about rings. I think it's great, by the way. I think it's great. So – is Allen ticked off because they haven't had some good playoff success? Sure. Should be. Is it legitimate? Yeah. Yeah. Should you knock him as a player because he hasn't won a Super Bowl? Not to me. You? No. I think that's probably the most overrated thing for like quarterbacks. Absolutely. To say that Dan Marino shouldn't be mentioned because he never won a ring. The doctor of sports in the house. Have a seat over here. Doctor of sports. You were lost? I get lost every day. Say a quick hi, and then we'll introduce him later. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, he's only covered high school sports for 40 years. That's too long. <laughs> the doctor of sports. You know, for a guy 85, Ivan, you look really good. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Ivan Rice in the house. Uh, we'll introduce him properly and say hello in about uh, six, seven minutes. Good to see you, dude. Always. Good to see you. Always. I, so I think there's a battle for legacy with all these quarterbacks. It is a huge battle. Yeah. I think it's great. You play with this because I know you're a big football guy. Mm-hmm. Try to rem- Throwing this through is probably not fair because I remember quarterbacks from the 1960s. I know some names from the 1950s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, names. There's no doubt in my mind this is the greatest era of quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, and it baffles me. It baffles me why it's not getting more hype. I don't get it. It could, I, I wonder, because the one that we just went through was pretty good, and the last one just retired with Big, Big Ben and Brady leaving, but when you had Rivers, Breeze, Manning, both Mannings, Brady, uh, Roethlisberger, that was a pretty good crop that just went through and all just retired. Absolutely. So, I th- But I think this one coming after it, though, this it's could better. be better. Yeah. Now, now, here's the other thing. To amplify where I'm coming from, bingo, bullseye from what you just said. What's happening today that wasn't part of that era as much, there's a layered effect. Yeah. There's new guys coming in all the time. 
And the league's a passing league now. Where those guys were in, it was still a predominantly a running league. Like the running back, LaDainian Tomlinson, was the MVP. Running backs aren't going to win MVP anymore because it's all a quarterback league. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, and we haven't even mentioned the guy in California, San Diego. How good is he? Yeah. How good is Herbert? Hey, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. And, and, and I saw an interview where he said, and, and he's known for being a maniacal. Mm. Wasn't he too cheap to get a haircut for a long time? And then when he got the money, he still didn't want to spend the money on a haircut. Yeah. We all have quirky things. I mean, I wish I had the money to be quirky. I'm just quirky without having the money, but that's okay. You know, and I saw an interview where he said the same thing. How important it is. You know, Jackson, how important it is. Allen, how important it is. And you don't think Mahomes is ticked off that he hasn't won more Super Bowls? <laughs> Which is great, by the way. It's absolutely, this, is, this is the golden era right now of NFL football. And I'll bet you a soda pop. Again, with this, why do I about to throw something against the wall? I don't drink soda. Why do I keep on saying that? Talk about getting rid of habits. I got a lot of bad habits, Ivan. You know me too long. Actually, why are you in here? You know probably too much dirt on me. He probably does from mutual friends who have told stories. Oh, my gosh. Matter of fact, you know what? I can't have you as a guest. I just realized how you know so much. He's good friends with Mary Jo Perino and John Ford, mm. right? Great couple, great friends. I'm going to say this. I don't care. If I love Mary Jo as a kid sister. Okay. You know that too, right? Okay. Here's the deal. Mary Jo can't keep a secret. Am I wrong? I, <laughs> turn this mic off for a second. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I, and you know you know how I feel about Mary Jo. Yes. Did a lot of TV together. Think yes. the world, I would. She called me. I'd do anything to help her and John out, and I think it's reciprocal. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. You can never tell Mary Jo. I, I got to tell you this, but you can't tell anyone. You can't, can you do that? I, I, I'm not going to tell anyone. 40 years, I, I I just know how to just be quiet. I never I never learned that trait. <laughs> I thought you'd be quiet, I just move out of town. Okay. We got to talk about that. <laughs> if I don't do this, Jimmy, you have to stop me. The first thing we have to do when we introduce him is why he moved out of town. Okay. It's 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 one of the it's it's absolutely spectacular. Okay, let's finish the quarterback thing. Oh my gosh. I I am not getting to 20% of my monologue. <laughs> it's 12:26, which means I'm going to self-impose a one-minute deadline for me. Is that fair? Okay. All right, I'm going to go to Jonathan Taylor. Boy, we're doing a lot of NFL stuff the way it works. Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to make Ivan cringe. Taylor's been in the league, what, five years? I think. Uh, three, I believe. Is that all? Yeah, he's only 24. I thought he was 25. Let's see. I believe he was drafted. Yeah, he was drafted in 2020. My bad. So. So 2020, 2020, he's only played three years. Yeah. I thought it was five. My bad. I confused him with somebody else. Stuff happens. I'm not so sure that he will have three more years like the three years he just had. Because the Colts gave him the ball probably too much. And I do believe there's only so much tread on the tire for running backs. Henry in Nashville does some of the great offseason works I've ever seen. Ever seen. There are others that do it, but I've seen it. It's just unbelievable. He might be the exception to the rule. If I'm an NFL team and you got to pay him buku dollars, which, by the way, he's earned in the one hand, but on the other hand, the open market says you only are worth what somebody will pay. Okay? I don't believe halfbacks should get the money of quarterbacks. I just don't. I don't. Can a quarterback play at 35? How many great running backs are at 35? 
Don't think there's any. <laughs> How many great running backs are at 32? Not very many. I love Saquon Barkley when he's healthy. Love him. as He's a great person. Okay, he's really smart. He's a great teammate. The dude has everything except injured too much. I never would give him a long-term contract. Why? Why? The Bengals drafted a kid, um, fifth round, whatever. It's going to be a really good running back. This all, uh, I can't think of the name. The young man who's short, really short, which doesn't bother me because you look at him, his eyes might be built low to the ground, but... Oh, was Deuce Vaughn with the Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, man, he's built like a brick. You know what? He just happens to be 5'8", whatever it is. I don't care. He's he's going to be really good. He's a fifth-rounder mm-hmm. or sixth-rounder, whatever the heck it was. Okay? You can find those guys every single year. This is not breaking news. Everyone says this. Why would you give him $20 million a year? And going back, you said Jonathan Taylor getting the ball too much. Going back to college starting in 2017. 299 carries, 307, 320 carries a senior year, and then since he's been in the league, 232 and 332. I'm going to guess without – this is a safe guess. Nobody in football, combination college, pros, has nearly that many carries. It's got to be – They wore him out in college. And matter of fact, it was ama- – it's, it's his credit, the kind of condition he's in. Yeah. I don't give a blank who you are. At a certain point, your body can't handle it. I don't think he's got five years left in him. So he's basically he's the last five years. That's a lot of trips. That's a lot of trips. Yeah. Who's the guy in, in Dallas who's now in New England? Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. And when he signed that big contract, you know, the first thing I said was, he's over the hill. Yep. And I said it. And a lot of people said, what are you nuts? What are you nuts? I'm going, <laughs> the guy tries to run over people. I respect his strength. I respect his vivaciousness to knock the crap out of people. But you can only do it for so long. And I couldn't believe that Jerry Jones gave him that contract. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was dumb. He's another reason why NFL GMs are hesitant now. He's because not you the only that, reason. You have Melvin Gordon did the same thing. He signed a pretty a decent sized contract yeah. and got hurt. Yeah, yeah. I also wonder, and I don't know this about Elliott, and I don't know this about Gordon, and I'm not accusing. This is not an inference. There are some people when they get that kind of money, don't work as hard because they lose their hunger. Might not have been true in either case. I have no idea. I'm not suggesting it was with them. I'm telling you, I know this from doing this for over 60 years studying sports, that it happens all the time. But you know what the difference between what I just said is? These quarterbacks don't have that. This is what I find interesting. I don't feel at all that these quarterbacks have that, well, I've got mine, right? They got theirs. Any one of these quarterbacks end up being broke to the biggest idiots in the face of the earth. We all agree on that? Yeah. Yes. And they should be giving lots of money away and helping people out. And most of these guys do, which is beautiful, by the way. It's beautiful. I don't feel these quarterbacks at all are getting soft because of the money. And I think it's a credit to every single one of them. And you know what that means? doesn't matter what side of the railroad tracks. If you got it between your ears, you got it between your ears. Right? Exactly. I was, I was, exactly. Absolutely. I don't think it's the same with running backs, and I don't think it's the same sometimes with wide receivers. I just don't. I just don't. And don't come at me this the white-black thing because it's not. <laughs> you can't tell me that Jackson in Baltimore, his desire, you can't tell me his desire is not through the freaking roof. Yeah. He wants rings. He, he does. He wants he rings. Does. He wants to be a billionaire. You can't tell me that Jalen Hurts, oh, my gosh, there was a great article about him. Oh, I just went over. I got to shut up. There was a great article about him, about his discipline that goes back years and years and years and years to when he was a kid. Yeah. I knew he was in college. I had no idea he was like this as a child. He seems like he's got a fantastic set of parents. 
Yes. That yes. He followed his dad around. Yeah. You, you know what his dad told him? It was part of the article. He, 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 you know, a little kid begged to be with your dad, that kind of thing. And the dad really wants you around, but the dad doesn't want you around. Just normal stuff of the field. His dad said, you can come with me, but shut up. Which I, I just laughed at. It's not an you know, I got a coach, shut up. But what his dad didn't realize, and this is an easy thing not to realize, you're doing your thing, your son's not saying a word because he's afraid to say his word because he's got some fear of his father. Not a bad fear, but just a fear and that kind of stuff. And his dad later said, I had no idea he was watching me that closely. So he wasn't even going to be a quarterback. He became a quarterback by accident. And then when they stuck him in the quarterback, it was like, oh my gosh, he knows what to do. Why? He was watching his dad. Bingo. And, and, Oh, you! I can't remember where I read this. I might have been a Sports Illustrated. Whatever it was, you got to find this. You you got to see this. The discipline that Jalen Hurts has. He's got his master's degree. He but when he went to Oklahoma, he could have taken fluff classes. You know what he told? You know what he told the the athletics director? I'm not taking fluff classes. I want to take tough classes. I want to get another degree. They were shocked. They were shocked. And he even said, "I know it's going to be tough for me here at times. I don't care." I want to deal with it. Oh, my gosh. This kid is about perfect. The more I read about this kid, this is perfect. Don't tell me race. Tell me that, you know what I want Hurts to do? I want him to go out and spend some time talking to young people, white, black, yellow, green, purple, about desire and life and working hard and discipline. He's unbelievable. Don't give me race crap because more <laughs> running backs are African-American, right? Are you, I, think, are, I think are they you, all are. Huh? I think they all well, are. Well, that's true, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at all the great African-American quarterbacks. Yes. And they're disciplined, okay? It, it's not just the African-Americans that are disciplined quarterbacks. It's no. the quarterbacks. I the think quarterbacks Allen, in general. Yeah, Allen has the same thing. He just hasn't won a ring. I don't, to me, the desire for Allen and Jackson, I don't know who's better. It's the same. It's off the charts. They both are Dying is dude. They're dying to have a ring, and they'll do anything to get her. I'm sweating. I turn the air conditioning on. I'm sweating. <laughs> this is the greatest era of quarterbacks. The most information, the best training, and the other thing too, the habits. Okay, yeah. too many of these guys in the old days drank beer in the off season. Not that you shouldn't drink beer, but you know what I'm saying. They they got it was soft. the off season. It was the off season. Yeah. They went to training camp to get in shape. Yeah, that was the point of training camp. That's right. why you had to do two days, three days. Was you know, to and, get back in shape. And many of those guys would have been much better if they trained like they did today. That's true. Yeah. But desire. Desire. So the whole point that started this thing, don't sleep on Leary. Now it's popular to say what will be. I hope the kid has a great year. I hope he doesn't get hurt. And I think you're going to see something that could be special for Kentucky. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I can't believe I got so little in my mind. We got to talk about Kentucky. Yeah. We will. Oh, well, you got to remember, you're the biggest Louisville fan in, in Fayette County. Oh, I know. I, so do I. The public needs to know. Ivan Rice, coming up next. By the way, you did. You guys did something great. You hired a, the perfect coach for Louisville. Yes. You really yes. did. It's about time yes. they did something right. Yeah. Because they hired some – they made some bad hires in football and basketball. I agree. It's amazing how athletic directors can make some dumb choices and they don't get heat for it. I dumb still, choices. I still say we should have Patino. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I still think we should have had them. They did nothing to Louisville. They did nothing. They did nothing. They All those years, they put Louisville under map like that. They did absolutely nothing but ruin the program. That's all they did. Patino should have still been there. And Louisville Pirate would have had another championship. I can tell you this. If Patino didn't have – I was told this from somebody on the inside, high up, that kind of thing, that if Patino didn't have the other incident, yes, he would have survived this. Yes. And I think it was the – self-embarrassment by the board that was more important than Rick Pitino. 
because people are egotistical and selfish and they don't look at the big picture. Right. And they were dumb enough to think because you're Louisville, you can just right out, roll out the ball. And now am I not only knocking Louisville, I will tell you if, if Mitch Barnhart hired another Billy Gillespie after Billy Gillespie, <laughs> if people don't think this program would have dropped to a level they can't imagine, when people say it's Kentucky, it'll always be Kentucky, it's BS. <laughs> now, you have the advantage of hiring a great coach. That's the advantage that Kentucky has. That's the advantage Louisville has. Not as good as Kentucky, but it's pretty right. darn close. Pretty close. Close enough that you can hire a great coach at Louisville all the time, and you should. And you should hire a great coach at Kentucky all the time, and you should. I like Billy Gillespie. I thought he did great at Kentucky. <laughs> you want, You hope he had a lifetime contract. Yes. Get out of my studio. Get out of my studio. Ivan Rice coming up next. I said, would you shut his mic off? Why did I invite him? And now, by the way, I was so happy to see you. I really am. Oh, it's great. Always good to see you. Always. Oh, always. Do I have to tell the story also about how many times you saved my neck, which is true on Friday nights? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm that's fine. That's you, you call me a lot. I know. That's, that's, I know. I'm, I'm fine. Gonna do, let me really quick, Jimmy. I don't know how many times through the years. Okay, it's it, it's 10 to 11, 5 to 11. You get a feel if you can't get a score or not. At, I had like this clock went off at a quarter to 11. If we don't have a score, I'd be in the newsroom. Hey, who's got that score? Who's going to get it? And you know, the beautiful part of our show with all the awards we won is that nobody gave a rat's what we what you did. I ran scripts all the time. When interns would see the fat old me would run the scripts, it was like, oh, he's running scripts. Because I would tell an intern, you got to run that script. A lot of them look back. You run a script that don't show up on Friday night. I would, <laughs> that, that was our show. Right. There are so many generations of people at that station. This wasn't me. This was so many people who worked their tail off on the show, there was a tradition that, I mean, I started it, but that doesn't matter. You know, Ryan Lemon loved that show. Mm-hmm. Punk loved that show. Mm-hmm. I, I, the list is long. People would bust their tails like crazy. It was a pride factor. So I don't want, I don't want anybody around that doesn't have the pride factor. And most of them picked up on it. And if they didn't, go away from me. And they, they, you know, so at a certain point, 1045, I got this thing. We got to get the score. We got to get the score. So we start calling around. As I told you today, I've called sheriffs, I've called police, I've called McDonald's, I've called gas station. I've called, I know I've called Super Americas. I, I, there's got to be. Oh, I called Kroger one time. I mean, I, I don't know how many. And you just and, and a couple times McDonald's really helped me out. At a certain point, I would always you would be like the last resort because I didn't want to bug you. You're always so nice to me, Buggy. But when I called you, it was rarely before 11 o'clock. I don't yes. know if you remember. It was yes. always after. And then I'm, I'm desperate. And he could feel, Ivan would feel the desperation. Hey, Ivan. And it got to the point after so many years, he'd go, he'd pick up the phone and go, what do you need? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm like, what, what do you need? You need anything for me tonight? <laughs> what do you need? Not, not, not like you call and say hi. You call and have a beer. You call and we're going to go somewhere. He knew. <laughs> I don't know if you ever didn't take care of me. In other words, you always took care of me if you had it, but you like always had the scores. I'd, and I would be in your area because you were Mr. Paris in Berman County, but the whole region, that area, you had all those scores. Yes. And there were times I would call you that it wasn't a Paris or Berman County score. It would be somebody else there because you just knew. Yes. So you saved my life. I tried. More than once. I tried. More than twice. I tried. 15 or 20. No, 15 or 20? Yeah, probably. That's 40 years now. Well, maybe 30. Oh, I bet you saved me more than 15 or 20 times. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It and means, still do it today. Well, I don't need you now. <laughs> I know you don't need me now. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Page, I saw her today. She's great. 859-373-0578. 859-373-0578. A spectacular licensed massage therapist. 
Um, I, I, I sound like a broken record. Uh, what she's done for me is off the charts. She will tell you if you show up, if she can't have you to the point that you don't see progress three times being there, she'll find somebody else for you. Mm. She's that good. She's that good. Uh, I've used the example of Mike Langfield's a number of times. So many of you, it, it's really interesting how many people who listen to the show have gone to see her and use her, and some have recommended others to her, which is it's, it's great because she's good. It's not me. I just talk about her. Mike Langfeld said the first time he went, he had a shoulder and neck pain on his left side, absolutely five stars after one visit. What a difference. Thank you for sending her info on the air. Terry Page, she's booked up. I forgot to ask her today how deep into September she's already booked. And she's cutting her schedule down to three days a week. It's going to be tougher to get in for her. You might have to wait weeks to see her. So text her, set up an appointment. When you have a good time, get a recurring appointment. Otherwise, it might be a month before you see her again. 859-373-0578. Terry Page, a great licensed massage therapist at Top Notch Salon, not too far from the studios here in Lexington. Terry Page. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by Republic Bank. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. Overdraft fees? More like no overdraft fees. With a simple access checking account from Republic Bank, you don't have to worry about overdraft fees because there are none. But there's more. Simple access checking may allow you to access your direct deposit up to two business days early and gives you the convenience of a Republic Bank MasterCard debit card. Learn more at republicbank.com simple. It's just easier here. Member FDIC. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including planter's nuts, buy two tubes, get one free, and assorted Pringles large cans, two for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop. Return. Refresh. Refuel. Lexington area weather. Hot temperatures continue for your Tuesday, but we may end up a couple degrees cooler than Monday, reaching the low 90s today. Mostly sunny skies as well. Tonight, mostly clear, not quite as muggy either, falling into the mid to upper 60s. For your Wednesday, back to the low to mid 90s with mostly sunny skies. I'm ABC 36 Storm Team Meteorologist Dylan Godet. Listen to the Alan Cutler Show weekdays noon to 2 on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. 
back to No Filter Radio with Alan Cutler. Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Monday through Friday. No, they're not going to let you retire. Let me tell you what will happen. When I retired, <laughs> they were saying, can we open up the door for you? <laughs> Ivan Rice, you've been there at 39 years. You're starting your 40th year at the Bourbon County Citizen. You went to Paris High. Uh, somehow, this is to your credit, and this is the first thing I, I thought of this, you know, 40 years ago when I found out who you were, and I went, where did he go to school? And quickly found out Paris and going up, Bourbon people must hate him because <laughs> because Larry Vaught has had the problem. He's talked about this, and when he wrote a Boyle County Danville story, he literally, when he first told me this, I was laughing almost uncontrollably, and he was saying, you, you, you don't understand, Cutler. You just don't understand, and I grew to understand. He would literally count the words. Count the words that when the rivalry came, they got an equal amount of story, and the story had an equal amount of words. He said, I have to. They TP'd his house and did all kinds of stuff. And he was friends with both coaches on both sides. Uh, oh, when I started at the paper, I, I, I still had that Paris mentality in me. I didn't even like Bourbon County. I didn't like when I was in school, so when I had to start writing about them. I used to get Paris like a full page of just articles. Bourbon County got a couple of paragraphs. How did you get away with that? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean, they, they talked to me. I'm like, oh, my God. Do I got to work? The owner Bourbon or County? the publisher? The, 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 the owner of the papers, yeah. Okay. Which I like the, the family owned. I love that. And uh, Larry Brandon, of course, he's passed now. But he came and talked to me and said, Ivan, you know, we get complaints from Bourbon County people. And, you know, they buy the paper, too, that see if you can give them more coverage. And I am looked at him like, you, you told me. All you needed me for was one year to cover for Paris Sports until they find someone. That's what he told me. And I walked in his office that day after I won the advertiser football contest. Me and him sat down and talked. Because I was submitting some articles then prior to that when it was a citizen advertiser before the enterprise went away. So he said, do you mind covering Paris Sports for us? until we find someone to do it on a regular basis. And they're still looking to find and, someone. And, and they still ain't found no <laughs> one yet. Then I'm trying to leave, and they still won't let me leave. I mean, so I, my mentality was cover Paris. It wasn't really Bourbon County, but then when they start seeing what Ivan was doing for Paris, now the Bourbon County people are like, wait a minute, we buy ads, we do this, we sure, do that. Sure. Why, why, why is Paris getting all the publicity and Bourbon County's not? What, what is going on So here? how long before you made it equal Paris and Bourbon County? Tell the truth. In, in my mind, I like that. In my mind, pretty in my soon. Mind, it was real fast, but but in reality, I would say, I want to say probably in the mid nineties. It took that long. Yes. How did you survive? I, I I wrote articles for Bourbon County. Don't get me wrong, and and I made it equal, but I didn't I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I did. It didn't didn't go out there, and I was like, "Hey, write this Bourbon County article and feel good about it." When in the nineties, I started wearing Bourbon Bourbon County clothing. Well, wait a second. I didn't think it was an accident that you were wearing a Lady Hounds softball yeah, shirt. Lady Hounds softball. My brother's the coach of the Paris Lady Hounds. I know. Team. So, so I, I'm, I'm. So you get free him. garb. Yeah, he gave me some free stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. I'm Jimmy, did you him. get a free garb today? Uh, did I get some free today shirt? He's got more free shirts probably than anybody but Larry Vaughn. But that's okay. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. That when I'm out of Bourbon County, they'll be like, oh, man, you got to wear Bourbon stuff when you come out here. Look, you give it to me, I'll wear it. I'm not going to buy it. Paris, I'm not going to buy it. 
I've been doing this for too long. Just give me something. And trust me, I will wear it. I'll support you all I possibly can. Do you have 100 Paris bourbon shirts? I got so many Paris bourbon shirts and hats. It's just ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Okay, so wait a second. You're going to go do an article now on Bourbon County. It, it doesn't matter which shirt you're wearing, does it? Do you try to be conscious no, no, of that? No, no, I can remember times. See, that's the only thing about me. You're the only sports writer, and you're the only one doing the job. I will leave a Bourbon County game at halftime because right. both teams are playing at home. I have my Bourbon County attire on, and I go over to the Paris field. And I have still have my Bourbon County You don't switch. No, You're not no, in the car playing no, Superman, no, putting on a different cape. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> and vice versa. If I leave Paris to go cover Bourbon in the second half, I still got my Paris gear. Yeah. And someone said something to me not too long ago, a couple of years ago, said, why are you wearing Paris on this sideline? I said, because I just left the Paris game. You couldn't switch over to Bourbon County? You know, we got some shirts out here. I said, give me one. I'll go put it on now. Did they give you one? They, they was like, well, they $20. I said, well, then I'm going to keep this on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this on, okay? I'm not going to pay for it. And, and, and then the thing about it, through the years, I done met so many good people. See, that was my sides. point. You, you you probably now have lots oh, of dear God, friends at Bourbon uh, County. I'm, I'm, well, the, the people that are working there now, I wrote about them when they played sports in yeah, Bourbon County. Yeah, Wendy Wendy rankin Mahano, and she – the AD at Bourbon County, when I covered her in high school and college. So people there now, I know them because I wrote about them back in the days they were playing sports at Bourbon County. So the transition now, oh, I don't even – it doesn't even It doesn't matter. matter. You got friends on both sides. I, both sides. Yeah. I, I, that, that hatred of Bourbon County was because I was a greyhound. Right. And we didn't like Bourbon County. Well, you're not supposed we, to we, like them when we, you we went to we Paris. We didn't like them. And then I had to write about them. Oh, God, I'm going to write about them. <laughs> really? <laughs> and then after time, I mean, I mean, people used to get mad. They would come to the newspaper and, and cancel their subscription because of what I wrote. I remember Raymond Smith said one time that I was the most controversial sports writer in Kentucky. No. Because I wanted to make people mad. And then people would get mad, and they'll come to the paper office when Genevieve Brandon was living. They'd be like, we don't want this script. Blah, blah, blah. But every two or three that counts their subscription, we picked up about 10 or 15 or 20 more because everybody wanted to see what I had next. That's before you had all the cell phones and all this stuff. You had to read the newspaper then. And and I made people mad. I did it on purpose. Why would you? I, you, I, you, awesome. you know what? I was always, awesome. I, I always thought you were one of the nicest guys I've ever I, met. I, I, I was nice. I like that. I Jimmy, did you hear nice. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you notice the word he used? As the past tense. Yeah, it was. Yes, yes I was. it was. I was. Nice. I was yeah. Can't get by him either. Yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was, it was a great feeling. And then with the transition over when Bourbon County won the 1997 state football championship, I can remember coming back from Bourbon County and Dudley Hilton was following me. And I was at a stoplight holding a shirt up that he just gave me, reading it like, oh, my God, I'm going to wear this Bourbon County shirt. And he says he's behind me, and he looks – and he pulls up beside me and said, oh, my God, the doctor is actually looking at a Bourbon County shirt. And, that, and, and, and it just all just went from there. I, that's why I say it. It was the mid-'90s when I really start liking Bourbon County without going out there like, I don't really want to be here. So it never – and after that, it, it Bourbon County and Paris, it's just some blew up for me. Okay, th- this is spectacular. I've known you how many years? Part since you covered us, you came to Lexington. <laughs> okay, so you know I don't when know. I was a pair. Okay, I think what what year did you graduate? Eighty one. Oh, I covered that team. Yes. Okay, yes. I thought I did. Yes. 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 When a, that was one of the great high school teams. Yes. Okay, so I don't know where people live. You know, uh, even though I've known you forever. <laughs> yeah. So I assumed when we set this up, if possible, 
And sometimes it works a lot, but not all the time. This is what I call a long conversation. It's much easier to do this here than on the phone. Right. Stepping on each other, rhythm, the whole, it's just much better. Would I have had you on without this? Yes. Would it be as long? Absolutely not. Right. It just exactly. doesn't work as good. Exactly. Th this is just different. Okay. And it's great that you're here. So I'm kind of, I was a little sheepish. You probably don't know I could be sheepish. <laughs> and I'm going, Jimmy, Jimmy's never heard me be sheepish. I said, would you mind driving in to do the show? And you said, yes, I, I, don't, I don't mind. I drive in. No, but you said you live in Lexington. Yeah, because you asked me, you said, would you mind driving from Paris yeah. to do the show? I just assumed. I, I, I said, I don't, I don't live in Paris. I live in Lexington. <laughs> Explain why you moved to Lexington. I, Jimmy, this is just classic. Well, well, when I started down to the newspaper, back in the days, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have laptops. You, we had beepers. We had pagers and stuff like that. You didn't have all of this social media, internet, emails, text messages, Facebook. Twitter, you didn't have none of that. So what you had then was the newspaper. And when I started at the newspaper, when I lived in Paris off of Second Street in an apartment complex, people used to come by my apartment and want to know why so and so article wasn't in the paper this week. That's when we was doing more than one time a week. And there was like They're banging on your door. Oh, yeah, I mean all the time. All hours, all, right? All, it didn't matter. A it anybody didn't matter. come eleven o'clock in the morning? No. Somebody, two no. o'clock in the morning, they'd call me and they'd be like, I cannot believe you didn't write this in the story. My kid did this, my kid did that. Blah, 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 blah. I can remember one time I had like three or four people in the same week. Kids got their first hit in Little League Baseball. Every kid gets their first hit in Little League Baseball. <laughs> I'm not going to write about every single kid that plays Little League Baseball that got their first hit. Every kid gets their first hit. Good Lord, people. Why y'all calling me and talking to me about this? I'm tired of people calling me. I went to my mom and dad. I said, look, I think I'm going to move. They all, where are you going to move at? And, you know, of course, my dad was still living at the time. I, they were, where are you going to move at? I said, I moved to Lexington. And, and, you know, back then when you went to Paris and Lexington, Lexington was like big. It was like a big city, even though it wasn't as big. Back then, and I said, I'm just going to move to Lexington because I'm tired of people coming to, over here, asking me questions, call them on the phone. Once I move to Lexington, it becomes long distance. Not driving, but also on the phone. So nobody's going to call long distance to keep talking to me, or they're not going to come up to my house at 1 o'clock in the morning in Lexington. So that's why I moved to Lexington, and I've been here ever since 1990. <laughs> and that's why I did it. So is that when your blood pressure went down? Yeah, it went way down. Then it, <laughs> then it went back up because my mom cooks well. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> If you're going to get high blood pressure, yeah. that's the my, best way my, to... My, my mom cooks uh, with Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, the funny part is, you know, well, Jimmy knows what long distance is. Jimmy's now in his 30s, but if this... <laughs> I'm the last generation that grew up with long distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, if there's, you know, somebody going to UK who happens to be listening here in town, or we got people even listening in Philadelphia, which I can't understand, by the way. Oh, wow. Actually, it, it was high up on the list. Can you explain that? No, I cannot. Not me neither. At all. I mean, not, at all. Uh, not, in, not in Philly. <laughs> anyway, in Philly. you know, if there's an 18 or 20 a college kid, male or female, listening to the show, long distance. What's long distance? <laughs> yeah, long distance, and it costs. You had to pay for that. I mean, you had to pay long distance just to make that phone call, and people decide not to do it, and it was the best move I ever made when I came to Lexington. I kind of liked it here, and I stayed here. Okay, so now a thank you to your boss for letting you. Uh, come in here during the workday. Oh, yeah, Gino. Gino's formal for I know they're over there listening now. I know Jennifer over there holding it down for me while I'm over here. Jennifer, I'm giving this shout-out to you. 
Gino, Gino's great guy, great guy to work with. I've been there almost 30 years. Yeah, it's amazing. You can't keep a job at the newspaper, and you can't keep a job at Gino's formal wear. <laughs> yes, I've been there almost 30 years, and a lot of people didn't know that. They thought I just did the newspaper. They were called to the newspaper, and they'd be like, well, he's at his other job. What other job? I thought all he does was the paper. No, I've been at Geno's for 30 years, almost 30 years. And this is no disrespect to your newspaper. It's not. And you know this, but some people might take it the wrong way. You can't pay your rent on what you're getting wait, paid wait, for wait, no, You know how much they make at the papers. You can't. No, no Lord, no. Becca, Becca Lawyer, they probably listen at the newspaper now. The greatest family to ever work with. And that's why it's going to be hard for me to retire after this year. You're not retiring. Uh, 40 years. I, I told I told everyone, when I get to 40, I'm done. This is my 40th year. I'm done. But I don't think they're going to let me. I really don't think they're going to let me they retire. They shouldn't let you. You want to know something? <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, there's, there's a few people out there like you. A few. Okay? But you're in what I call a... a, a Small, lovely class of people. You, Vaught, Mike Fields, um, White, and, and Courier. I'm going. Uh, Bob. Bob White. Thank yes. you. Senior moment. And and there's some others I'm forgetting. Okay. And and I I really think our high school show did it too, from the reactions that I've gotten from people for the last 40 years. And and, and I'm suggesting also the other TV stations as well. Okay. There's there's not enough. I'm not looking to blow my horn here, but there's not enough credit to people like us and you who have done so many things to help out young people. And I know you've gotten this because I have. You do a story. You're just doing the story. You know, you're not thinking of some altruistic reason of doing the story. No. And in the process of doing the story, you're saying something nice about a young person. What it took me a while to realize this. Instead of saying, gee, I'm such a smart guy, I knew right away. I did not, and I'm curious if you did. You have no idea how much it helps and, and affects that person. And, and But you were just doing your job. It yeah. wasn't like, I'm going to And have I ever done a story? I'm sure you are, too. You want to do the story because it's legitimate, but you really want to help the person out. You've done plenty of those. Uh, uh, too many to Too count. many count. Yeah, too I many get to count. And, But the story was still legitimate, but that was in your mind. You can help this person. There's two different ways of doing those kinds of high school stories. Dude, you have helped out so many kids. There are so, there are so many families that are beholding to what you've done written about them. It's off the charts. You have to be cognizant of that. And second part of the question, when did you realize it? I wonder if you realized well, it quicker well, than me because you got different kind of feedback. Well, well, the thing about it, Paris is such a small town. Right. And, and, and don't get me wrong now, a lot of people came calling. Wanted me, Lexington Hurl, McCurl Journal. I had the Corbin Times. I had people came calling, wanted me to come, the Ledger Independent. I've had people ask me, you know, we can pay you this, we can pay you that if you just leave there. And I'm like, yeah, I know I know the Herald Leader was big back then. I know the Curl Journal was big, and I knew I could have made a lot of money. But at the same time, was it about the money or was it about the enjoyment of writing? Because at the Bourbon County Citizen, the Dr. Sports – who I've been called since 1977. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because somebody was trying to take my hand on Twitter. Really? Trying to pay me a little $2. Think I was born last week. But anyway, you <laughs> 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 better come off something. <laughs> but, but, I've and, known you a long time. Yeah, that, yeah, that won't fly. That, that's not going to fly. And, 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 these, and all these people ask me, you know, like, hey, we got this opening. Won't you, to, you know, do this, do that? I, I didn't want to do it because. I had the freedom at the newspaper. Oh, stop, 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 stop. People need to understand 
and I, I'm not talking down. I don't mean to say people need to understand how, like, I have total freedom here. Total freedom. The second, could they take it away? Sure. Well, yeah. No. Uh, and, yeah. If they, they do, own it. They can take yeah, it away. Yeah, they take yeah. it away. If they, they do, it away. you know what I'm going to say? Thank you very much. I'm gone. Yes. I have total freedom because I don't have to do this. And that's not a negative comment towards anybody. It's it's just the freedom here is beautiful. It's beautiful. I didn't know other organizations had come after yes, you. Yes, I'm, Wait a second. I'm not yeah. surprised, though. Yeah. You see where I'm coming from? We, we even talked about, you know, we, I never talked to you about TV right, jobs. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's not a negative comment. I just, not something I thought about, but it's not surprising to me. You don't think you're going to have joy writing, for example, for the Herald Leader? No, no I, I wouldn't because at, at the time when I, I didn't really know if I wanted to do a sports writing thing. I, I did it in high school. I did it at Eastern. When I worked on the progress, I, I was a sports editor for the, new, the Paris High Pride in high school. I used to get mad in high school class with Mary Dickerson, a great teacher, great journalism teacher. When I when we did the sports, she gave me some students to help me on sports. Well, I got mad. I took a chair, sat in a corner, and looked at the wall, and she was like, what's wrong with you? I said, well, you gave me people don't even know anything about sports. Just let me do it all. I don't need them. They don't know what they're talking about. They read one You were in high school and you had the guts to do that? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I was I was a sports doctor. I, I, I had that name. That name was huge. And I was a doctor of sports, and, and, and that's what I wanted. But when these other people came calling, yeah, they looked good. Everything looked good. And I, I can remember talking to my dad. My dad was one of my one of my awesome supporters. I, and I'm going to tell off a little bit, but he – he would go to a game when we was doing radio for Paris and Bourbon games. He would go to a game yeah. and have his portable radio in the stands, listen to me on the radio. Loved it to death. That's what he would do. My dad would always support us no matter what we was doing. And I remember I was talking to him. He, he looked at me. He said, would you have fun covering UK sports? Would you have fun covering all those high schools in Lexington? Would you have fun traveling somewhere on a Friday night and then getting back late and then got to write the article. Will you have fun doing that? Or will you have fun covering Paris and Bourbon County where you can just go home, come to the house, feel good about it, not branching out, stay in your own little closet? What would you feel good about it? I'm like, you know, I know these other schools. I know the, and, and, and it would take time to know them. Yeah, you would have gotten my, to know everybody. It's your personality. Right, you would have known everybody. Right, yeah, and I would have known them. I would have knew everything about him, but I just didn't feel good to leave Paris at the time. I wasn't ready to leave Paris. Good for you. I wasn't ready. I, I just, I just wasn't ready to leave Paris at the time, and then I wasn't ready to leave the newspaper because of the freedom. Because if I went somewhere else, I don't have that freedom. I can't go over and say, well, they say, well, we need you to court cover the Danville Ball County game, the rivalry game." <sighs> okay. Then the next week I might be in E-Town. The next week I might be I, I, with the citizen. I know where I'm going to be. You decided where you were going. What I you were decide doing. where I'm going. They, they don't even. And back they don't even ask back, you. Back, back up, back up. Would tell you. They'll be at the newspaper putting the paper together because obviously it's different today how they put papers together because everything's on is computerized. Right. Where I didn't learn it in college. You <laughs> you learn all that on your own as you went through. They 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 would be there working. And they'd be like, well, is I, what are we doing about sports? And all of a sudden, it magically appears. Like I did eight pages this week. Right. Those eight pages were not there Sunday morning. So I'm like, well, what, what, what is Ivan doing? And then by Sunday night, you had eight pages. The whole paper only had 20, eight of them mine. Because you're doing 40% of the paper, but I got to stop you. Just If you're just tuning in, Ivan Rice, kind enough to join us. 39 years. 
Bourbon County citizen covering Paris and Bourbon. I'll let you go for about a half a minute, but I, we're three and a half minutes late for a break. Finish your story. And then, and then when when they did all that, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Becca doesn't even. They don't even care about sports. I remember her mom, who was you know was, had it before she passed. She hated sports, but she knew they needed sports. So they let me. It just happens. They trusted they, you. They, they, people called in there and asked a sports question. They would say, well, you, y'all need to talk to Ivan. He makes those decisions. And you're right. They trust me. They trust me because I, I, I spread the name out, the Bourbon County citizen, wherever I go. I'm I'm, not, I'm always the type of person to give my hometown credit because that's where I came from. Right. Somebody taught me in Paris to be who I am today, so I'm going to always give credit to them. Not Lexington because it didn't happen in Lexington. It didn't happen at Easton. It happened in Paris, Kentucky, in Claysville, and at the Bourbon County Citizen newspaper. And I, and I got to thank the newspaper for that. But I thank him for that freedom because Ivan is the sports doctor. He's the sports editor. He makes the decisions, and they don't they, they, and they agree with me. You know, a lot of people won't agree with things, but they will agree with me, and that makes me feel good about where I'm at and the reason why I've done it so long. You've made the right decision. I don't give a rat yes. about money. Yes. Okay, yes. so i got to ask you a question. I know we're late. Jimmy, Jimmy's about to look at me like <laughs> – And he's supposed to. Well, yeah, yeah and <clears throat> this is almost a daily occurrence. Um, who's better known in Bourbon County? When I say Bourbon County, obviously Paris as well. The Hancock family or you? <laughs> but they got a little bit more money, <laughs> and they and they had a horse called Secretariat that was out there on that farm, and I know them well. I, I, I mean, obviously the Hancock family when you go across the world, right? Uh, but I think in Paris, I'm right up there with you. Right up there, I'm with right them. up there with okay, you. So you know what the worst thing I could wish on you? If you ran for mayor, you would win in a landslide. I, I know, yes? and, I, and, I could. and that would be the worst thing to happen yes, in your life. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, I remember a couple of times people. <laughs> Say you ought to run for mayor of Paris. You already are. I'm like, oh guys, I can't. I can't because I know what my social life is about. You got to you got to have some type of standards with your social life. And I got great friends. I go out with my friends all the time, and I like being who I am. I, I don't like just being somebody that I'm not. It is what it is with me. You going? I'm going to be me, and that's who I am. And I love my social life. If I'm the mayor of Paris, I don't have a social life. I got to take everything behind closed doors. I'm not trying to do that. No, I like being out there on Facebook and putting my stuff out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we do a break, tell everybody how they can find your Facebook on Twitter. Um, tell them how they can get on, your paper. On, the whole on, thing on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, it's under the Doctor of Sports. I'm even on Snapchat under the Doctor of Sports. Everything is a Doctor of Sports. You look me up, Doctor of Sports or Ivan K. Rice. I love that K in there. It's great. But Ivan K. Rice, the Doctor of Sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is where you can find me. And I'm, I'm on there every day talking sports about as well as anyone else when I have to. Yes, you do. Uh, can you stay a little longer? I can stay. Okay. And uh, Geno's, you hear that? I'm going to be a little bit longer, Geno's. I'm going to be a little bit longer. So you're still listening to Dr. Sports is still in the studio, still talking. <laughs> Alan Cutler, 1300 AM. Oh, I don't want to forget that uh, later this week, Dennis Johnson will be with us tomorrow. Um, and I love his family, and I've talked at great length about it. Um, Jared Peck will talk some high school football also tomorrow. Thursday, George Massey, Big George, with a great smile. Uh, he'll be in the studio. <clears throat> I still don't know what I'm doing Friday yet. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been a Tuesday when I didn't know what I was doing Friday. It's okay. We're going to do a show. It's all good. Alan Cutler, don't forget, 
859-533-0914. Blue Lotus Health. Acupuncture. Ramon is spectacular. Blue Lotus Health. About five minutes from the studio. Um, the dude is ridiculously smart. And basically, he says, outside of AIDS, cancer, and surgery, and maybe dentistry, if you got a problem, he's got ways to help you. Check him out. He's done wonders for me. I trust him empirically. So does my wife. 859-533-0914. 859-533-0914. Acupuncture Blue Lotus Health. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by the Don Franklin Family of Dealerships. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game, or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including five-hour energy shots, buy two, get one free, and Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper 20-ounce bottles, three for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop. Return. Refresh. Refuel. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. Overdraft fees? More like no overdraft fees. With a simple access checking account from Republic Bank, you don't have to worry about overdraft fees because there are none. But there's more. Simple access checking may allow you to access your direct deposit up to two business days early and gives you the convenience of a Republic Bank MasterCard debit card. Learn more at republicbank.com simple. It's just easier here. Member FDIC. W223-CV, Lexington. ESPN Sports Radio, 1392.5. WLXG, Lexington. An LM Communications Broadcasting Station. The only no-filter sports show in Kentucky. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. Right, he deserves a no-filter T-shirt, too, if we had one. <laughs> Actually, most of my guests deserve no-filter, which is part of the reason why they're on. Because agree with me, great. Disagree with me, great. Doesn't make a difference. Ivan K. Rice. There we go. Doctor <laughs> of Sports. That's a nice ring to it. 40th year covering yes. Paris and Bourbon. 39th year at the Bourbon County Citizen, who's threatening to retire after this year, and it's just, we won't let it happen. <laughs> we won't let it happen. It's such a big part of your life. Yes, it, 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 it is. It's a big part of your life. It, it There'll is. be a void that will be tough to fill. It, it just will be tough to fill. Okay. Um, you were really close with your dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very and, and, close. And um, what got to me 
as a lot of your friends who are tons closer to you than mm-hmm. I am, but we have a relationship that goes back a long time. Yes. Um, you had a tough bout with cancer. Oh, yeah. And what I didn't know initially was the same kind of cancer you lost your father. Yes. And yes. you had it rough. It was pretty rough for a while. It, it, it was rough for a long period of time, Alan. And, 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 and the thing about it, what I hate about it the most is when people come came up to me and said, well, if you're going to get cancer, you got the best one. What? What? I'm serious. That's, I had people say that to me. I'm like, what? So then my reply back was, well, if it's the best one, then I shouldn't get it treated. Because if you don't get it treated, guess what? I'm not going to be here. So it can't be. Now, I know there's a lot of cancers out there that are a lot worse. But if you if I let this cancer go and done nothing, you and I are not doing this show right now because right. I'm not here. So don't tell me it was the best one. I lost my dad from this. And I and I'm telling you, you want to say what kind of cancer? It was prostate. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the thing about it, and I, I love talking about it now. And I'm in, I'm in, I'm in support groups, and, and not only that, the cancer has caused more problems moving forward with me. I, didn't, I didn't had since my prostate removal surgery, and I'm not afraid to talk about it now because I was at first, and I, and I'm gonna tell you, Alan, it, it, we, we on here, and I want people to know is out there listening. You can be the most happy-go-lucky person in America. Every time people see me, I'm always smiling. I'm always happy. I'm playing sports. Still today, 60 years old, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm still playing flag football, kickball, softball. I'm still doing oh, all that. Oh, you're playing flag football yeah, at 60? And, and, and me playing, too. I mean, I'm out there I'm out there like a star. I'm out there throwing dimes. Well, you, know, you think you're a star. Well, I feel like I'm a star. Okay. The thing about it, I don't Don't my, change my, the feeling. My, but my, that's my, like my, Jimmy <laughs> saying he can still go 60 yards downfield. He was a wide receiver in college. He could go wide receiver. When Mike Meme was here. And he stood up, and I said, he was a wideout. Would you like to have him? And he went, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like to throw him to him on the football field now myself. He would catch it. Yeah. Now, now you know, back in my days when I was really fast, I, I wish these kids that are playing in the flag football league that are 20 and 25 that I cover, I wish they could have seen you when could, I was their age. You could run. Yes. Yeah, I was fast. Yes. And the, and the way I am now, oh, my God, I could only imagine what I would have been back when I played with them. But 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 when I when I was going through all this, I didn't tell no one, and and that it, it hurt. I didn't think life can jump on you so fast when people are going through things, especially when you got a happy-go-lucky person like me. I mean, everybody sees me; they see me out there on my social media page. I'm having fun all the time. All the time, videos. all the time all that I know you. Time, I'm having fun, but I but I hit a low point in my life, and I mean, it was so low, Alan. I didn't even want to be here anymore. Oh, wow. Because I kept it all in. I didn't know and, that. Yes, yes, oh. and I'm not afraid to say it. I wow. say it because a lot of people know me, and I want them to know. Had it's I known okay. that, I'd have gotten in my car and come to your right. house. I, I, it's okay. I got. To, a, to I'd have gone to Paris. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to. Paris. I'm sorry for trying. Well, he's to, not here. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. I, I apologize. The humor. That's. Go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. I mean, I mean, I, I can laugh because because I'm still dealing with issues today, and then and and it's all because of the cancer. Cancer is uh, cancer is ugly. It's ugly. But I was at a low point of my life that I would go home, I would sit down, I would close the door, and then I wouldn't turn on no lights, no TVs, and I'd talk to the Lord. Why, why am I here? Why, am I, what, what, why, why me? Why, why, why I got to go through this? Why I got to do this? How come I'm having problems? Why am I still having problems? So I, tell, I didn't tell anyone. So I got depressed. I got really depressed. I was screwing up on my job at Geno's. Before I told Gino, 
<laughs> I was screwing up my job at the newspaper. They was like, Ivy, you only submit what's going on. I ain't told nobody yet. All I'm worrying about, what am I going to do? Because if this comes back to where this cancer spread over my body, then I'm not going to I'm not gonna make it. I'm just not going to make it. And I, I remember the day when the guy told me when I was sitting in the office, and he said, when he was come back reading me the results, he was saying they was taking stuff off me on both sides. And and he was saying, on your right side, everything look look good. Well, soon he said, on your right side, okay, but y'all did stuff on both sides. So what do you mean, on my right side? So right then I already knew something was going on. But then even after that, well, I still have the, the same surgery again, and everybody talking about why didn't you just do radiation? No. I, I, I wanted to do that, and if I had to do it all again, I'll do it over again as well. I know all the problems I done had because of that. You have all types of issues with prostate cancer moving forward. And I'm in that, I'm in that rarity of, of, of it may be 100,000 people that doesn't have any problems once they have surgery. But I'm having all types of problems, and I, and I try not to show it. I was just there at my urologist's office the other day, and somebody from Paris saw me, and they looked at me like, oh, God, yeah, I'm still dealing with other things that happens after the fact. So I'm, I'm staring down maybe another surgery here soon. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I got to make a decision. Are you depressed? No, because because I got a support staff is super outstanding and unbelievable friends, support staff. Of you friends. have a lot of people who I, love I, you. I, I got a lot. And, it, and, and, and the thing about it, when, when people start noticing things, these my friends stepped up. Okay. They stepped up. They came and got me out of the house. They they came and did this. They came and did this. They did things for me. I got one person right now, and she she's she's been awesome as far as helping me going through these things. So instead of me getting depressed like I was two years ago when I found out I had the cancer, it is it's not like that now. I'm living my life. Obviously, God is saying, "Live your life." When, when it's time to go home, I'm gonna take you, whether you're ready or not. So just live your life. And 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 then she's been very supportive. She's done a lot for me. I'm, I'm not gonna put names out there, but she knows who I'm talking about, and she's probably listening. <laughs> but I'm saying it's it. The support system has been strong when I was battling through all that. And the bad thing about it, my brother went with me all of those times. When I was going back to my doctor and didn't find out he had the same cancer I had. How's he doing? He's doing fine. But he also sees the other things I've done to my body after this because he's going through some of the things, but he doesn't do as much as I. I, I mean, if I still wanted to continue to play sports, I had to do these other surgeries. or Otherwise, I just sat home after work, and I can't do that. I cannot sit around doing nothing not not the doctor sports. I, I, I can't do that. And easy to say now as you were slipping with your job, at Geno's Formal and at the newspaper yes. at Bourbon County Citizen. Yes. Had you told them, they would have put their arms around you. Yes. They had have hugged you. Well, they, did. they had have loved they, you. They, did. they would have said, they don't did. worry about this. You they go did. take care of you. They I mean, did. Dude, you, you don't have anybody who doesn't like you. If somebody right. doesn't like me, I get it. <laughs> Come on, do you think I'm stupid? But I don't know anybody. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> look, at, look at Jimmy. Turn, Jimmy, turn around. Yeah, yeah, look at him. Jimmy, that was a really good who, me? <laughs> um. I don't know anybody doesn't like you. Right. But I also can understand, I've talked to enough people, that you internalize it when you know you shouldn't, but there's nobody there. You're not allowing anybody to shake you up. No, no. And, no. and when, they, when, they, when they put that word cancer on you, you always remember one thing because I can remember 
I got friends that have passed from the same uh, cancer. Your father? Yes. It, it goes away, <laughs> but then it comes back. And then when it comes back a second time, it comes back aggressive. And then you're you're done. And I, I've seen it. And that's what that's always always come to my mind. Okay, yeah, I had this removed, but where, where, what if something just sneaked out somewhere and they never found it? And then all of a sudden it's too late and it's just boom. You think about it constantly because once it was there, even though it was removed, you never know if it's trying to come up again. And you just live and thinking that the, you th I think about it all the time. I was about to say, how do you get it off your mind? You don't. You don't. And then the other people are like, well, the, the cancer's gone. Well, I didn't want it. but And I don't want it if it comes back. But I, the reality tells me that one day it might. Is it 10 years from now? 15 years from now? Is it two months from now? I mean, I'm, I'm getting, going to my urologist, get a check every three months because my PSA was high when it, when it, when it was going through my body. It was like a 13. Ooh. Yeah, yes, yes, 13, 13.4. Mate, all of my sugar level, when I got diagnosed with diabetes 17 years ago, I'm going to tell this. I'm going to tell this on there. I, I know we talk sports, but I, I don't mind talking no, life no, no, no more. Go, I'm not afraid. No. Go ahead, please. I'm diabetic, been diabetic for 17 years. And, and and I do and I do well with it. We go to the diabetic clinic talking about it. Little gray office below St. Joseph's Hospital, a little diabetic dietitian center, whatever. We're in there talking. So the lady's in there talking, and she said everybody's in there for the same thing. We I want everybody to read their sugar levels. To, you know, the reason why you hear it. People say four hundred. Some say three fifty. Somebody said, oh my, mine was five twenty five. And then everybody like, oh wow. And then about that time, she said, Ivan, tell them yours. And then she said, no, excuse me, Dr. Sports. That's what they call me at the hospital and stuff, too, they Dr. Sports. Tell them yours. I said, my sugar level, when, they, when uh, Dr. Tom Morton came to me, it was 1,135. I can't believe you're here. That's the first thing everyone was saying. Why are you here? And the lady said, the reason why he's here, he didn't even know he was sick. Because he was so active doing things, it never really bothered him as much. But it was going to get to him eventually, eventually yeah. without him knowing it. So by the time he treated it, Might it, be too it, late. it was too late. Right. It was too late. So it was a good thing he did the blood work, and he found that on me 17 years ago. Now, it's you know good to say now my sugar level is 140, 150. And, 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 I'm, and all it is just all because I do a lot of stuff. I don't let... Things bother me. The diabetes didn't bother me like the cancer because I lost my dad. And and, and if, if I never seen going through that, when I saw my dad die in front of me that day, then I wouldn't took the cancer as bad. But it it, it put me in a low point, and, and, and it took me a while to get back from it. Ivan K. Rice, a doctor of sports, can't keep a job. Only 39 <laughs> years at the Bourbon County Citizen covering Paris and Kentucky. Uh, the pride of Geno's former wear yes. here in Lexington. Um, you have a quick message, and then I want to ask you something about sports, unless there's something else you wanted to say. No. Do you have a quick message about getting checked every year? <laughs> Guys, and, 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 like, and, and women, men and women, you out there, uh, don't, don't, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Get, get checked. I mean, life is, life is precious, and, and, and the Lord is giving you an opportunity to say, hey, somebody can find something if something's wrong with you. 
Go to your doctors. Don't be like, oh, I don't need no checkup. I'm fine. Well, I thought the same thing, and look where I'm at today. Go to your doctors. Read, and then don't ever hide it. Don't keep it in. Find somebody and talk about it. I'm here as a doctor of sports. Ivan K. Rice, a lot of y'all out there know me from my hometown, and even here in Lexington and other surrounding counties. I'm here to tell you, I got depressed. I didn't want to be here no more. I wanted to end it all. I was just too scared to do it because <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. Pills or whatever. I didn't know. I mean, that's how bad it was. So don't get there. Talk to someone. And if you need and you having problems, you want to talk to me, I'll be glad to talk to you about anything when it comes to your health. Please get checked and, and, and respect your doctors and what they're saying and do what you got to do to stay healthy to be here a long time. That's from the doctor. Uh, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, I no, mean, I'm sure. No, I, you, you I just go. go. I have you to just go, go. I have to go every six months. I don't right. have to go every three months. I, I can. I can. I, I, before you, I, I can remember Merlin. Merlin that works at KHSA. Right. I, I forgot Merlin's last name. God, I'm, no, I'm going. Me. Sorry, Merlin. Uh, yeah, Merlin. I'm sorry, but I was at St. Joe's. I was. I was sitting there, and and I didn't know nobody. This is well after I done had the surgeries and all that, and I'm sitting there. And everybody's walking through, and I'm I'm down, and I'm out, and and she knew what what I was doing, Marilyn Mitchell. Yes, she knew what I was doing. Thank you. I, and, I can't believe she, I yeah. forgot Marilyn's and, and, last and, name too. Right, and she was in there for something else. So we we knew each other, and we became our support staff while we was there. And Good it for was you guys. The best feeling of the world when me and her become. Then we became loud in there. We just loud making all types. Which is of what you talk. needed to do. Yes, yes, and and it was great when we did that. I mean, support is big. You got you got to it have is support. Big. It's big. Yes, but they need to go get checked. I mean, you never know what's wrong with your body. Your body's got its own thinking, and you you never know. You may be healthy one day and wake up the next day you're not. So if you feel like you got some problems, check it out. Try to find answers, but do not keep it inside because I'm telling you what, it's very painful. Must be painful being a Louisville fan. Oh, no, it's painful being been Lexington here and all this Kentucky C A T S cats cats cats. You're a little I'm, sensitive, I'm, aren't I you? Know. Yeah, I'm very sensitive about C A T S. I mean, we we I, I can I can remember the one time when the, the year <laughs> the year UK beat UK beat Louisville in basketball, and I think that's the year UK went to the Final Four because they played us in the Elite Eight. We had Russ Smith and all them. We missed a shot. We was at John's Ford and Mary Joe's house. Us and the Louisville fans. And then a couple of more friends was there, and they were, of course, UK fans. Well, when we put the shot up, I, I think one of the twins hit the shot or something. I don't know. They, whatever happened, when they made the shot, we was talking about going to Indy to the Final Four. That's all we were talking about. Yeah, we going, we going. They made a shot, and here we are. The other people that was with us didn't know John Ford and them. They just came with us. When they took the shot and they made it and we lost <laughs> – we all left this house and didn't say nothing. I can see that. Yeah, we, we didn't say nothing. We just left. Not goodbye, we, whatever. Yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't care that. We just, we just left. And the two people that was there with us, they was like, uh, <laughs> John Ford was like, uh, y'all going to leave now? <laughs> I mean, we just left. That's how, that's how we take it. And even though Louisville's been bad in basketball last year and the year prior to that, we're still fans. I mean, we're going to cheer on the Louisville Cardinals because we are we we like the program, always have and always will. And I'm going to always cheer on the Louisville Cardinals. I, I don't care how many times Kentucky beats them in any sport. They're not going to sway me from cheering on the Ville. Jimmy's got a million dollars for you, don't you, Jimmy? You got a million bucks? I do. I just got came into it yesterday. Oh, you got a little raise oh, here? Yeah. Okay. If Jimmy's going to give you a million dollars to become a Kentucky fan, would you do it? Oh, man, how many blue shirts you want me to wear? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jimmy, mean, I, I Jimmy mean, what was that I thing mean, about loyalty? Yeah. I mean, I'm not dumb. You got to get an L's down tattoo, too. That's oh, visible for everybody wow, to see. I didn't think of that. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, he, he, see, Jimmy took to another level. <laughs> yeah, well, get, you know what I thought you were going to say? First of all, I'm make it two. to get a tattoo. <laughs> then make it two. Make it two million. <laughs> yeah, you got to up the ante a little bit. Because first, I'm going to be scared to get the tattoo. That's the first thing I'm going to be. And to have L's down? Oh, Lord, no. No? Not no. even for two million? I, I mean, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, Jimmy? Everybody's got a price. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah. no asterisks that you can't use part of that two million to maybe cover up. That does. See, I was already yeah. thinking I didn't yeah. want to tell you that till you gave me the money. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there'll be a stipulation. <laughs> if you ever covered it up, you owe us the two million back. <laughs> and you know, I've spent so much of it, you're screwed. R- right? Yeah, it because me, that'd be human nature. It cost me a million just to cover it up. <laughs> so, are you believe now that football will be back? I thought it was back last year. Really? Oh, we were we were eight and four. I, I mean, we were winning games we weren't supposed to win last year. And when I say we, because I give money to Universal Louisville every year with my license plate, they take that money it goes to Universal Louisville, so I can say we because I'm putting money in the program. And and when we were eight and four last year, I was spec and we started off like one and three. The only other team beat us was Kentucky and uh, I forgot and Clemson, which we should have beat. And in one of three is Ivan K. Rice, the doctor of sports, is kind enough to join us. Honestly, I'm I, it was just my thought, but I'm curious of yours. At one and three, if you guys were one and five, I thought Satterfield wasn't going to make it. He wasn't going to make season. it. He wasn't going to make yeah. it. And then and then we, you know, Malik gets hurt in that one game against Boston College, wherever it was, and we bring in the backup QB and we win the game. And that was against Boston College and Virginia, and we won those games. And then we blew out Pitt. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We, the Louisville, okay, Louisville. And then he got a little swag back. So us to win eight games last year, I was, I was happy with that. I, I mean, considering what we did the year before that, I was happy to eight wins last year. Did you then like, we win the bowl game. Did you like Satterfield as a coach? I, 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 you know, Alan, and I, and I say it's out of all honesty, as a coach, because I coach youth sports here in Lexington for almost 35 years. Right. I don't talk about coaches. And the reason being oh, because – Oh, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Let me you know that no-filter shirt we talk about? He ain't getting one. Hold on, No, no, I don't care what you say. You No, you're no-filter. If we were sitting on courtside at a game and I asked you that, you'd answer the question. Yeah. Okay. So you're not answering because you're on radio. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I'm done. I, I, no. I, I look at it like this. Sorry. I'm seven yards. I, I look at it like this. The coach is there to make that decision. Do I agree with some decisions he's made? Well, of course I don't. Because Wait, it, stop, 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 stop. I'm asking you a very simple question. Did I like question. Satterfield? It's a yes or no. I don't want to hear this crap about not agreeing. I, I, I think. No, I no, think, no, 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 no. I want a yes you have never done this to me. I know you. Jimmy, let me tell you something. You get his opinion whether you like it or not yes, all the exactly. time. Yeah. Uh, all the time. And and he's quick. When he you paused, I knew you were about to give me crap. I want to just give me a yes or a no. Did you like Satterfield? Yes. Do you wish he would have stayed? Yes. Even if you knew Brom was coming? No, I'd rather have Brom. Okay. So if you if you if if you thought that Brom wouldn't come. Then would we you- should have kept Satterfield. Yes. I thought he was making progress in the program. We should have kept him if Brom didn't come. If Brom comes, Satterfield, you got to go. You, you, you just got to go. That's who we've been wanting anyway. 
But what if Brom doesn't win this first year? See, you got Louisville fans. There's Kentucky fans, too. All the fans across the nation. They're all the same. They're all the same. By the way, I'm not ripping anybody. Fans are fans. Fans are fans all across. So if Brom comes in and we only win five games – First thing they're going to say, well, Sutterfield ran eight last no, year. Why no, world, why no, we let him no. Brom's got, got a honeymoon that's different. Yeah, and it's real different. Yes. And they got to let we're him, we're they talking about, him have it. We're talking about grandpa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got grandpa. Yes. You got dad. Yes. You got Brom. No, no, you no, got, no, no. You got the whole fact, I, was, I was thinking about this because I want to do a, more on Louisville before the season. I'm going to ask some Louisville people coming just to see, you know, how they're doing. I think, you, you know, it's funny. Even Kentucky fans who say, I hate Louisville, you know what? They're curious how they're doing. They're, they're more, well, always we, more we, curious. We always check it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we you always check on Kentucky more. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yes, check on yes, Kentucky. Yes. It hurts to say. It, 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 it does hurt to say, but but I don't I don't dislike all the – I love the U.K. volleyball. I, lo- I love the track and field. They track and field program one of the best around. And then I love the U.K. women's team. What do you think of John Calipari? I didn't even like him when he was at Memphis. <laughs> Because that's when Louisville and Memphis was rivals, and so I didn't even—I didn't even like him. I, I just—but you cannot like a coach you go against and then say, you know, for example, I've said this forever: if Mike Shashevsky ended up in Lexington, all the people that hate Shashevsky from Duke would love him at Kentucky. Yes, yes. And so, the, yes. you know, so you know, if Calipari coached Louisville, I think you would love him. I, I, did, I didn't like Patino when he was at Kentucky. But when he came to Louisville, oh, let's go, Rick, let's go, Rick. And I want, wish he was still there. Yes, you're right. John by the way, Calipari came by the to way, Louisville. he's got a hell of a team at St. John's. Oh, he's going to have he's a, got hell a hell of a team, of a team at St. John's. John's. Yes. What he's done on a dime he's gonna, is he's going to make some noise. Oh, he's a top 25 yes, team, he's even before the last two recruits. Yes, yes, he's going to make some noise. And, and you're right about that. If any coach comes to Louisville, I'm going to support that coach because they're coaching Louisville. But Louisville, for some reason – had no big men in the trenches. No. Louisville, and I've said this on the air, I still call it 1AA football. And no, I just, I just you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like. one double A. It's 1AA. Yeah, 1AA. Right? Yeah, I get it. It's yeah, like to me, it's I wonder if I'll yeah. ever say, X doesn't yeah, even the X don't make, it's, it's not I, cool. I can remember one day I looked at my phone and didn't even know what it was. I was like, what is that? Why is that? And then I clicked on it. I'm like, should I be clicking? What is Oh, that's my Twitter page. What, what, what happened? What did it, something just happened overnight? I didn't even know what it was. But it's still Twitter. To Does me. Elon Musk know what it is? Probably not. Probably not. No, I probably don't have a clue. <laughs> he just wants something out there for himself. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go into Elon. Yeah, we, I don't yeah, want to wait. Yeah, we leave. we leave it alone. I don't have an electric car. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not buying let, one. Yeah, it's okay. Me either. No. It's all right. So I don't know why, but I was amazed how bad the trenches were. And I'm not being. I'm not talking down to law. I'm really not. That's not what I. You know me. It's not oh what yeah, I do. yeah. They stunk on the lines. And the, to me, the reason why Kentucky's won all these games in a row in football, is it five, Jimmy? Something like that? Jimmy will check. I think it's five. Whatever it is, it's because they beat the crap out of them on the line of scrimmage, and then everything else f- fell into place. Louisville, and I've said that, I've used this example many times. It's no disrespect to Eastern Kentucky. It really isn't because Walt Wells, it, it's a wonderful yes, program where yes. a kid's one of the greatest of all time. But they don't look like Kentucky. You're just not going to. No, no. Louisville looked like Eastern Kentucky in the trenches. Yes, yeah, I agree with you on that. They they weren't they weren't they weren't as strong on in the front up front, and that's because they had the talent in the backfield. They had the talents at the receivers, but they were not they weren't going to whoop anybody up front. And I don't not, un- not even a Division One Double A team, right? I, and I didn't understand because there were other pieces that I said, you know, they got some nice pieces here yes. and there. Yeah, you know, not saying 
I don't do this. Well, it's Louisville. The heck, I, I've never done that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going, well, if you can recruit this and that and the other, like I thought Cunningham would have been much better if he had a better offensive line. Yes. Like a much whole, better. A whole lot much better. Much better. A whole lot better. And, 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 and I didn't understand why they were that bad recruiting big men. That bad. And I don't understand either, but I think Brom has changed that. He's already brought in a lot of yes, people. Yes, he changed they, that. Let's put it this way. It's the best going to be the best-looking Louisville team physically. You know, the old line, well, you know, this basketball team, they look really good looking off the bus. Now right. if they can only play. Yeah, but can they play? Yeah. So will this be the best Louisville football team looking-wise since in how many years? Ten years? I'll say since that, that – that Bob Retrino team that was really, really good. That had uh, Brom as the quarterback. Not Greg, but... The, Even longer. Yeah, you can go back to Howard's days. I mean, this team should have what it takes to be a Louisville football team to make them win games, at least nine or ten games this year. I mean, if they can do that. I, I, the, the schedule, I, I, everybody keeps picking Notre Dame up. I think Louisville's going to beat Notre Dame. Do you really? I, I really think they're just going to beat them. Just like when Louisville went to Notre Dame that year, I felt like Louisville's going to beat them. I... I I think Louisville would beat Notre Dame. Now you heard it here first. I feel like Louisville's going to beat Notre Dame. I, I really, I really, I really think they will. I, I think if they lose, would you come on the following Monday? Well, you have to find me first. Okay. But. If they win, would you come on that well, final? Duh, day? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'll only do this if you come on either way. Okay, that's the first. <laughs> Clean the lady's got a job to do. The show's on the air. <laughs> Uh, Kentucky's won the last four okay. of the Governor's Cup. Five so of the four, last yeah. six five, before in a row. So it's five after this year. Is So I, I will be right because it'll still be this year. Look at the look I'm getting. Look at the look. <laughs> I don't know now. So you, you, uh, here's the thing. Seriously know. now. The week of the Kentucky-Louisville game, I want you to promise me you'll come to the studio. Yes. Yes. Promise me you'll That'd be here. awesome. And, and then maybe. Now, wait a minute. We're two and nine. I'm not. And y'all eight and three. No, no, no. You either agree to come on or not. Okay. Come on. You, okay. You, come on. You, this is not you. You've always been a stand-up guy. Yeah, and I and I will. I'm about on. to call you a name. And I can't call no, you. No, I'm, and Jimmy's going to have to hit a button. <laughs> and when we go to commercial break, I'm going to call it to your face off the air. You know what I'm? You know what letter it starts with? Not A. <laughs> yeah, no B. <laughs> uh, no, not B. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Stop. We, we no, won't no, go no, down, no, 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 Louisville Week, the Dr. Sports will be here. Louisville Week. Uh, Kenny Payne, I thought it was a great hire. I still do. I um, still do today. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't understand. I really don't understand. I say this with some love and kindness. People can be some idiots. Yeah. Okay, what the hell was he supposed to do with that group of kids last year? Well, we, we saw him the year before. He didn't have nothing. And then when he comes in, he didn't really have nothing to work with. Right. He didn't have anything there. We had some basketball players, but they weren't D1 basketball players. Well, even, it, even got, if you're not D1, you can be D2 and still be really good in yes. D3. There were some very talented basketball players. We, just, we had some good high school basketball players on that team that was not ready to play Power 5 basketball. And, and it, it, was no, it was nothing against Kenny Payne. Now, now we got all these kids this year, and everybody's jumping up like, oh, Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. But, but guys, wait a minute now. No, I say, here, here's the deal now. Yeah. The times have changed. You have to get it together quickly. You got to get it together now. It, 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 right. ain't, it ain't no four or this five years right. down the road. That, that stuff is over. times to build. No, that's not, that's not like that. See, I think Kenny had another problem, and I bet you agree with me. Kenny waited so long for this job 
which he should have had. He should have had a job like this a long time ago. I, I honestly believe that. And, and, and uh, although I was told this is interesting, I was upset for Kenny. I like Kenny. We're not great personal friends or anything like that, but I've talked to Kenny. I think Kenny's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, that when Mississippi State didn't come crawling is too strong. Okay, they didn't go crazy after for him when the job opened two times ago, not last time, two times right. ago. I was told by somebody who knows he actually turned the job down. Somebody who, who who's close to Kenny. I've never asked Kenny. It could be wrong. And you know what my response to that is? That's BS on Mississippi State's part. You got a kid from Mississippi, mm-hmm. okay, who I think would have cleaned up in Mississippi. And as you know, Mississippi, I don't know now what's the most underrated part for populations per capita in the country for athletes. Mississippi's up there. Yes. Okay. Yes. You can win with yes. Mississippi kids. You can win Mississippi kids. Yes. <clears throat> and, Easy. And, and so – I don't know the circumstance. First of all, I can't swear to you my source is true, but I can tell you the source knows Kenny. I mean, knows Kenny. Okay, and a lot of people say they know Kenny. This guy knows Kenny. Right. He, let's just say I'm right, and I'm not putting my reputation on it. This is sports talk. I will take some liberties. Um, I wouldn't have taken no for an answer, Mississippi State. I don't know how hard they tried, but I know this. I'd have gone crazy to get Kenny there. Seriously, I'd have gone yeah. crazy to get Kenny there. I suspect, and you can answer this better than me, from the Louisville people that I know, that Kenny came in and says, okay, he wasn't born yesterday, please. He knew he wasn't going to win. He probably had no idea. No idea he'd be as bad as <laughs> well, he was. Yeah, nobody yeah, could have any yeah, idea. No, but he was that. going to establish his program the first year. That's what you do. That's what Patino did when he wouldn't stop running throw, running and throwing the ball against Kansas where he lost by 9,000 right. points. He did and it for a reason. He did it for a reason. <laughs> and it actually was a smart thing to yes. do. You yes. know, it was really smart, actually. The guys didn't know what the hell he was doing, and they finally figured it out, and it actually helped them, too. I don't want to get on a Patino tangent. I think he struggled even more because it's a coach's job to get through kids, and I believe that. I believe that. But there's a lot of coaches, when you change, you can't get through to some kids. And I think he had some kids that did not want to work the way he wanted no, to work. No. I think he had some kids that had – didn't have the discipline. Remember the rant I did about quarterbacks? They had no discipline like those quarterbacks we talked about before. They didn't have it. I'm sure he tried loud. I'm sure he tried soft. I'm sure he put his arm around him. I'm sure he fussed at him. I'm sure he tried to love him because there is a soft side to Kenny. Well, yeah, yeah. Kenny's got every side about him, which is why he can be tough. And I think some of those kids, there are some kids that are just not changeable. No, and, and they don't want to be changeable, and they don't want to listen. They want to still do what they want to do and without understanding what the coach is trying to tell them to do. Right. And they just don't want to listen. That's that's the culture we live in today, though, with some kids. Not just today, but it yeah. was true a long time ago, yeah. too. It's more amplified because of social media. Right. I would suggest that if it was Patino, and I'm not ripping Kenny, had he broken them down, they would have won 10 games. Uh, I think probably a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. And now, am I, I ripping Kenny as a coach? No. No, but Patino's done it before. Yes, and, he's and, been and, there. Yeah, and I tell you, that a bunch of guys from the first team, at least three have told me the same thing, that we had one thing in common. We had one bond. You know what that was? What's that? They all hated Patino. <laughs> Years later, they've all verbalized. It was on all, – all said it. Yet, for some reason, Kenny does not have that it factor that Patino has. I'm not ripping Kenny for it because I, I don't think there's ten coaches who have that. I'm not so sure there's five. Maybe five. The point being is, so that's a tougher job for him than it would be Patino. If he had never been to Louisville right? and he just showed up, they would have won a bunch more games. 
that doesn't mean Kenny can't be really successful. No, though. no. And, and, and but the thing about it, he's got to be successful this year. I mean, I mean, Lord well, fans, okay. So wait a second. If he wins 15 games, I'm good with that. So almost, me personally, yeah. I'm good with that. And if the school's not, you know what? Shame on them. Shame, exactly. Shame on them because exactly. if if, if it, now I'm assuming this is Kenny, his kids will do. His kids are going to play harder. They're going to play with more discipline. If he do does all those other things that I expect Kenny will get from the kids, I, I just I can't believe he wouldn't. Especially now these are more his kids. Okay, if he gets that and the administration's not happening with 15, then they're idiots. You're right, exactly. They're idiots. They should take it and run with it. Well, and then let's go to the he's got year. he's got some momentum for recruiting them. Mm-hmm. My sense is if he wins 15 games. All of a sudden, I'm not saying they're going to be number one in recruiting. Will they be top 25? Absolutely. Well, yes. Yeah. And he puts a couple top 25 recruiting classes together because some kids will stay. I don't know if Louisville – when you say Louisville's back, I don't know if they'll ever do what they did under Crumb for those five years. Well, no. Lord, no. But the thing about it, our program was hurt so much, and now you got to give it time for it to get back. I mean, it was hurt with the NCAA violations hanging over him. Now all that's gone. So now he can do some things. So I'm waiting for them to see what happens this year. I, and I still think they can win 15, 16, 17 games. I, I, I think they can be in the, in the middle of the ACC because I don't think the ACC is that strong. It's not. Yeah, so I think they can at least be in the middle. And then, and then let's roll with that. But if the school decides to get rid of him because of what a bunch of people are saying on social media don't know anything about the game, then the school is just dumb. They should, they should not get rid of him if he wins 15, 16, 17 games. Now, if we win one or two – uh, three or four, that's a problem. You got to fire him. Yeah, that's a problem. You got to fire him. That's a problem. Whether you like to or not. Yeah, whether you want to or not. Because how is he going to recruit? Yeah, you, you're he, not going to recruit. Not gonna you, recruit. You're not going to recruit. Okay. If you win in four games, you get, you got to go. Now, remember what you just said. This is me now, okay? If Kenny wins 15 games and they would get rid of him, the school is stupid. What was the word you used? They're dumb. They're dumb, okay. They're just dumb. But this is the same school that let Patino go. Exactly, and they were dumb. They were dumb. Yeah, they see, should. They should have. Ne- until all this came out, they should have never let them go. Him or Jury, they should have kept them both. I don't know what happened. I don't know what they did, but I think Tom still should have been there, and Rick Bettina still should have been there. And our programs, I, and we self-imposed those penalties that one year. Where I thought we was going to win the national championship. We were good that year. Had a great team that year, and I thought that Louisville team was ready to win a national championship. And then we decided to go take that probation and say we're not going to play an NCAA tournament. That was a great Louisville team. That team could have won. And then the COVID year, I thought that Louisville team was really good. So they had some good teams, but they never got the chance to actually show people how good they could have been. Ivan K. Rice been kind enough to join us. Bourbon County citizen, been covering Paris and Bourbon County High for 40th year. Um, last one. You think Patino knew what went on in that dorm? And let me I, I, let me say one more thing. Why you think about it? I'm doing this on on purpose. <clears throat> Did you know Billy Minardi, his brother-in-law, who died at nine eleven? In nine eleven, I I didn't know him until then. Okay, until then, I'm not saying I was best friends with Billy Minardi. But why why would he name a hall like right. that and let that go on? Well, yeah, okay. So because I, that was a purpose why he made that he named that after him. It's hard for me to believe that he let that go home in that. Dormitory that was named after his best friend that died in something that was that was awful. Why would you let that go on in there? Hey guys, if you're gonna do this, don't do it in here. I know how close they were. I'm not saying I was best friends with Billy and Arnie. I'm not even saying friends. We were acquaintances. Better mm-hmm. way to put it. Patino himself raised the money for that dorm. 
Yes. Patino has taken that family and he moved them to Louisville. Yes. That family is his immediate family. Yes. He loved Billy as much as he loves his kids. Yes. Billy was the only guy that I knew of that could tell Patino that he's wrong. Everybody needs someone to get in their face yes. and tell them they're wrong exactly. privately. One of the downfalls of a lot of people that I know is that they had nobody to do that. I struggled, and I was in a minority. I was in a tremendous minority because Patino raised the money and put Billy's name on it. I've always had trouble believing that he knew, and, and I get it. I'm in the... I don't know if I'm in the 1% aisle back then, the 5% time people would just poo-poo me, and you think I give a crap that people would do that? I'm going, you don't know Billy Minardi. You don't know the relationship just because Patino's crazy. That doesn't mean inside your circle. Right, exactly. Life is different, and why people don't get that, I can't help them. Now, could I be wrong with my theory? Of course well, Yeah, of course. I, of course. So, so can I, but we all discussed that. Like, why we do it? He let that go on I, in that I, dome. That, that, that meant something. That His name on that, that meant dome meant something a whole lot. For him to, for that to happen, that's why I think he didn't know until it was too late. I, I also think he got lazy. Patino got lazy. He, 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 trusted, he trusted some people. Well, he got lazy hiring people. Right. He got lazy. The quality of his assistants went way down. If you look at his first upteen years, decades. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, even they at Providence. Like, yeah, they like no, coaches. No, yeah, even at Providence now. You know, it wasn't just at Kentucky. That first staff he had was as good as any assistant staff when it comes to knowledge of basketball. I'm not saying it's the greatest of all time. I'm telling you it's the best I've ever seen. That doesn't mean I haven't seen some some staffs that maybe North Carolina had a better staff. Maybe right. Duke had a better staff. I, I, I don't – to make that statement would, would be throwing stuff against the wind. I can tell you that first staff he brought in was the greatest assistant staff I have ever seen, period. There ain't no number two. Okay, and, and he did a good job replacing a lot of those people, although it was never the same. Right. Because you think about it, if you have the best, it's tough to continue that, but he did a really good job. And then I don't remember the year. You might remember better than, than I would, and it's really not important. But there was a time period at Louisville. I was looking at some preseason stuff and just doing some, you know, the, 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 the reading you do before the season, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I looked at the staff and I went, oh, this isn't a good staff. And I don't mean the year the stuff happened that year. Right. It was I, – I don't remember the number of years. It was a number of years before I looked at his going, what happened to him? Now, my theory is I know what happened to Dale Brown. I know what happened to Denny Crum. I know what happened to John Thompson. Uh, I'm not so sure it didn't happen to, to Calipari. That's, I know, sacrilegious. Right. But if you've heard my show, Jimmy, have I been tough on Cal? Yes. <laughs> Has anybody been tougher? I don't think so. Yeah. And But when he does something good, I'll say Cal did good. Like, he's recovered tremendously with the three people he hired and, and the recruits since June 4th. Guy's done a great job. But before, I was ridiculously tough. I'm not – I'll compliment, and I, there's, there's no biasness towards me. I don't remember the year. I looked at the staff. I'm going, what the heck is going on? I wondered if he thought he was so good. A lot of coaches have this. Mm-hmm. That, you know, okay, I'll, it's me and I'll be just fine. It, there's a nobody would think Patino's soft. It happens to everybody. I had to couch my because of that. I was really good in my last five years of TV, reminding myself to keep my intensity. Right. I was not going to let it slip, but I never had to remind myself to the last three to five years, and I was very conscious of it. Not for the TV station. It was me, my show, my pride, my story, my things. 
I'm putting together has not, not a damn thing to do with the TV station, and, and I had to do it. I don't think Patino did it. I don't think Cal did it. I don't think John Thompson did it. I don't think Denny Crum did it. I don't think Dale Brown did it. I can go this a lot more coaches. Right. A lot more. Yeah, I think it's a human nature thing with age. Yeah, age, age, age is it gets to you. Yeah, you got to be you got to yeah. be careful. You got to yeah. be tough. Yeah, I age, think it, age get to you. <laughs> I, so I think that was Patino's problem. And so you, somebody listening, well, Cutler Patino would never do that. He was so intense. Guess what? He's human. Yeah, yeah, he's human. Yeah, he's human. He 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 can. He, I mean, it's it happens. And you gonna he, watch St. John's basketball if they're on TV? I will. I mean, I'll watch him. I, I watched – where was he at before St. John's? I own it. Yeah, I was watching him. Yeah. I was cheering for him. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wanted them to do I that. had to own a set. They weren't on TV much if they were on no, TV. No, they, they weren't. They no, weren't. But, but, I, I, watch, but I was cheering for I them. watched every one of their games. I, I, I always I – always, I was looking at some scores the night before. What did I want to do? I always did no, that. No, I would watch. Yeah, I always did I, that. I wasn't going to pay for ESPN3 to get more games because I ain't doing that. <laughs> I don't want to no. watch that much. No. But they, if they were on ESPN2, you know, you can set it up on the YouTube TV. I'm yes. not pimping for them. You set it up and you have it for the year. Right. And the following year and the following year and the following – you know, so I watched every time. And I always want him to do well. I know he doesn't believe that, but that's okay. I don't care about that. <laughs> I can't believe we've done you seriously. Uh, I thought at most we do forty-five minutes. Jimmy, you know how many things I have planned we're not using. How much? Uh, about an hour's an worth. Hour. Wow, really? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> this was worth it. Um, I got two words for you. Uh, thank you. Um, also, um, I'm one of many, 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 many. I'm not being special here. But the people who are just being introduced to you today, if they stayed with us, you're really well-liked. You got a lot of friends. You got a lot of people care for you. You felt that a lot of people. I'm one of many who have prayed for you when you went through the cancer stuff. Um, before you retire, you and I are going to sit down and talk. Yes. We're going to talk. Yeah. You're going to promise me you're going to call me. I, I'm going to do it. And, and by the way, it. I want to be one of your sounding boards. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Who the hell am I to tell you what to do? <laughs> no, and I, and I believe that wholeheartedly. Right. Okay? So I won't do that. I think the odds of you retiring, unless there's a reason that you have to retire, and that's a different story, and hopefully that's right. not Right. It. I'll bet you – I was going to say soda pop again. Yeah, I don't drink soda pop. I don't either. I, I, my don't, last soda pop was drink soda the last pop. game I covered before I retired from TV in 2018. Oh, wow. Some soft drink. That I'll convince you without me convincing you not to retire yet. You got too much to give. Yeah, I, just I know. Me. At retiring, I, I, I just. Whew. You know what retire is? <laughs> no, what is it? It's a four letter word. Uh, Ivan K. Rice, <laughs> 40th year covering high school sports, knows a ton of people, kind, caring, considerate, has the misfortune of loving Louisville. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Been with the Bourbon County citizen for 39 years. Cancer survivor has told everyone, go get a checkup. Yes. Dennis Johnson tomorrow. Jared Peck tomorrow. George Massey Thursday. Jimmy, thank you so much. Uh, this podcast, if you want to share it with your friends, Jimmy has it up pretty quickly. If you can put it on Facebook and Twitter, we yes. will too. We'll retweet and stuff like that because you have a bunch of people who probably have not listened to this show that maybe we can get a couple new listeners. You pick them off hopefully one at a time. Exactly. I'm good with that. Bless you, dude. Always a great talk Bless to you. you. I'm really glad we didn't talk about Mary Jo too much because I'd have I been in it. trouble. You'd have remembered some stories, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're kind of mad you haven't told some stories on me, aren't you? 
Yeah, that's a little bit. No, that's okay. <laughs> You'll be back. Yeah. Thank you, Ivan K. Hey, Jimmy, thank you so much. Uh, Reds at Angels, 910 pregame show. Brad Taylor, the bottom line, coming up next. Matthew and Jimmy, tomorrow at 10. I'll be back at noon. Couch of blessings. Thanks for listening. 1300 AM, 92.5 FM. Listen to the Alan Cutler Show weekday 